Podcast, the podcast where we are over halfway, and that's cool. I need a better line. If anyone can think of a better line, send us a message. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we are recording this podcast, in which we play our football for all of us today. That is the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded, and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So, hello. I am your host, Taryn. As always, joining me, Fiona Dutchy Holland. Dutchy, how you doing? Hello, everyone. I'm well. Thank you. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. We have two brand new guests today, people who have never been on the podcast. Super exciting. So let's start with our first guest, State Three's goalkeeper, Claudia Claudes. Hello. Hello. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you and how long have you, have you been at the Jets? Um, my name is Claudia. I have been at the Jets. I started actually at like the end of primary school and then I stopped around like the end of when I was in year 10 and now I'm back. Amazing. So a few years on and off. So you played with a former guest of the podcast, Ruby. Indeed, yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. her twin, Ella. I did, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does that mean you were coached by Chloe at some point, Claude? Mm, no, no, wow. never Chloe. Once Peter, though. Oh. For a couple of years, yeah. Mm. Cool. And were you always a goalkeeper? Um, so I used to play, I used to kind of go between midfield sometimes in defence, but the majority of the time, yeah, I was a goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> the best position as they say you say it gets it gets better the further into defense you get so goalkeeping is like peak Mm. strikers in the mud in the mud Mm. absolutely (laughs) cool speaking of cool people in cool positions we have another new guest with us it is state two's scarlet scarlet hello hi (laughs) so same deal. Tell us a little bit, bit about yourself, how long you've been at the club, what you do, maybe maybe a few extra details, what you do with your life. I don't know. Oh, God, that's really deep. <laughs> um, uh, I've been at the Jets only a year. I've been listening to the podcast. People have been saying 10 plus years. I feel a bit embarrassed to admit it's only been a year. I've moved around a lot with my soccer clubs. I was thinking, I think Jets is my fifth club, hopefully my last. I think I'll be staying. <laughs> Um, I've played, but I've played soccer since I was like six or seven. So there's been some time to switch around, I guess. Um, and I play, um, well, I've been, I've been currently playing center defense, but I like more to be a fullback on the right. I would say, yeah. What brought you to the jetties, Scarlett? Um, I think uh well actually the twins one of the sets of twins Gwyn and Luz they're my best friends at school and um 
the girls program at the club I was last at was not too good um and the twins were very complimentary of their team so I decided to join the Jets yeah and you did have a pretty good season last season. It was we undefeated, did, if yeah. I recall correctly. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, best team I've been a part of as well. So um, the last team I was at, I was used to losing 14 nil. So it was quite nice to, <laughs> to be undefeated. Um, and we were also state champs. So, you know, not, not too shabby. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. good. Not too shabby at all. <laughs> well, we'll jump straight into the recaps of the games. Another double home game. We've been spoiled lately for double home games. Uh, this time, State 3 played Melbourne Uni. So we're back to playing teams that we've played before for the first time. It was unfortunately a 4-0 loss. But if you think about it another way, it is an improvement of two times from round one of the season. And a really impressive performance, loss of possession, and a pretty good game. Let's talk us through it. Uh, yeah, we had a really good game. The weather was freezing when we got there. I think everyone was a bit, at least I was feeling pretty stiff. Um, but yeah, we did really well. There was really, really good passing um, throughout the team and really good communication. I only got like a few touches in goals, which was fantastic. Um, unfortunately, most of those did end up in the back of the net, but, you know, oh well. Um, yeah, just really good game. I think one of our best games yet. So can you talk us through maybe a little timeline of of what happened? Because uh, I watched the the first half. I actually coached mm. the first half while Gertie was on the you field. You did, yeah. How, how is that to have Gertie on the field with you? It's fantastic. Very um, boosting of the morals, I would say. Um, uh, Gertie's fantastic. She always kind of gives everyone a bit of a power up, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, we started out, we started out well. My memory's Pretty, pretty fresh actually it's a very oh. common problem on this podcast people suddenly forget what happened in the last 24 like, hours i feel like there was a goal scored fairly early wasn't there i can't remember how it happened um, but was it yeah we managed to keep the the ball away from the goals for like a good amount of time i think and then mm. we've had an unlucky goal and then i think there might have been another one shortly after that and then we were fine for the rest of the match or for the rest of the um the first half and then in the second half we had a really early goal that was unfortunate and then sort of halfway through we had another goal that was like kind of top of the top of the net um yeah no but we played really well and um I'm trying to think if we had any shots on goal but I really we did recall. remember Chi Chi had a good shot on goal from memory Yes. Um, which was yes. exciting. Yeah, probably one, I think, for the season, probably one of the better positions we've been in to take a shot on goal. Um, yeah, we really, I think we were all really hoping we were going to score a goal yesterday, and we didn't, but mm. we had a lot of possession. And I think at one point, maybe it was at halftime, um, Gertie actually said that we had more possession than they did or something. Oh, way more, um, way yeah. more in the first half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So even it was just such a positive from where we've been previously um, and the work that we've been doing at training and 
we didn't have, like we had one sub in the first half and no subs in the second half. So to get through a game where most of us had to play 90 minutes, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing as well. I think we're, we're getting there. We're getting pretty excited actually because we think, you know, hopefully some of the results will continue uh, changing from what they were the first time we've played these teams. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people had really, really good games um, or the game was really good um, for everyone, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think we could see Melbourne Uni the last few weeks probably haven't been getting the scores that they were getting. Um, you know, the results they were getting previously. I don't think um Carrot Carrot didn't play. Angela, who was on the podcast no, last time. No, no, she has not quite World Cup stuff, but World Cup World Cup adjacent stuff. Because right. it's, it's all it's, it's about to get hectic for anyone that uh that works. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just wonder if there's a few other players that are missing or I don't know, but I also think we played really well. Um, and I think when we played them the first time, I didn't think they were as good as an 8 nil rushing of us. Like I kind of mm. thought we should have done better. And that first time we played them, like we were a brand new team. We hadn't really played together. We met Claude 10 minutes before the game. <laughs> um, you know, we've come a long way, haven't we, Claude? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Improving so much every week. Yes, yes. Wonderful. I think one of the things, and this was the same for State 2, is that they were very clinical. They got their chances and it was belted into the back of the net. You know, it was, mm. you know, and I th- maybe that's that's a lesson that we can take from it is that we are improving in the sense that we're getting more possession, we're getting more opportunities, and maybe it's maybe it's two weeks of shooting drills are <laughs> just, you know, learning to be a little bit more clinical when you get the opportunity how to move your body in a way that where you can get the shot off and 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 whack it in the back of the net because I think both of our opponents yesterday were very very good at that. And maybe you're right. Like I felt like yesterday we we're very good at moving it up the pitch using the midfield like we've been practicing. But probably the next step is how to finish and how to create that shot because um, I don't know that we actually had too many opportunities to actually take a shot. We were getting it up there, but then that final pass off or yeah, we had more than we usually have, but I think that's probably our next step. We'll get there. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, having watched Keely run for forty-five minutes <laughs> of the first half, <laughs> help Keely. That's my, I know. That's my I number know. one advice. Uh, we were all joking with her. We're like, we really want Keely to get a goal, but we don't yeah. want to put pressure on her. But just for her, I don't know. I just, I'd be really happy if Keely scored some goals for us because she does work so hard yeah. and we're really grateful to have her in our team and we I'll celebrate so hard when she scores a goal. I'll be so excited. <laughs> oh, it'll be the best. It'll yeah. be the best. All righty. Well, we'll move into the State 2 game. I conceded the same amount of goals. Did score <laughs> one ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but again, so many positives to take from it. Scarlett, talk talk us through the game. Um, I think this one hurts to remember for me. <laughs> um, there were a lot of mistakes um in the defensive line on my behalf, especially that um are hurtful to remember. The second goal. Let's not talk about that. Um, but the goal. It was Jade's goal, I believe, was amazing. So good to see, Um, especially because I feel like we definitely have improved so much and our our possession has increased so much throughout the season. I feel like we 
um, so much of the time have the have more possession than our opposition. But I think it is the finishing shots that we struggle with. Um, and um, I think working on the transition phases that like that we talked about at training a couple of weeks ago has really helped increase possession. And so I think it's really just about finishing shots now that um, would be great. In terms of the rest of the game, I think um, the player I was on number two, she was, I think, the best player I've seen um, mm-hmm. in the in this league all season. I don't actually remember the first game that well, so I don't <laughs> know if she was on the pitch or not, but um, she was she was really good on Sunday and someone who was really difficult to hold off. And I think a lot of the times um, we we ended up being outnumbered in the back line, which led to a lot of their opportunities. They were just able to pass it through to someone who wasn't marked and they got a clear shot pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they were a really good team. So they're, they were undefeated before last week. In fact, not just undefeated, they'd won every single game before mm-hmm. last week and they <clears throat> they lost 3-2 to Dubton. So those two were a pretty clear top two. Um, for further context, we had Gertie in goal for us uh, because Chloe was away with an illness. Mm. She's posted <clears> in the group <throat> chat today that she's feeling better. So <laughs> Godspeed, Chloe. Yeah, Gertie was great, actually. She made some good saves. And yeah, she was great in goals. She did. She did, absolutely. But we had, with Gertie, we had 12 of state two players including heather who could only play 45 minutes yeah milo came on and played 15 minutes did a really good job in the back line doubling up from state three so shout out to milo and then we had young clody 14 years old backing up from the under 15s game who came on in the second half and with her first touch in senior football her first touch <laughs> crossed the ball into jade to get the assist yeah. for our goal so that was uh that was pretty cool to see Bring her up, I say, because we need more of those crosses <laughs> into the box. Actually, you know what? I every time Kayla steps up to take a um take a free kick, I think someone needs to be on that penalty spot because she gets it there every time. Yeah. And we need someone like running in onto the back post even. I think some I think some setting up like just shooting um like into the box would be really beneficial because we do uh, like I guess it's not super common, but sometimes I'm like, oh, it's right there. Like if we could just, <laughs> if we could just perfect those. I think we get a few goals. Yeah, yeah. There's there's ninety percent of the puzzle pieces there. Uh, it's just just that ten percent. And and again, I think what we said with Melbourne Uni, it's the exact same thing with Elwood. Like they were so clinical. That that number two, you're right. Just every mistake, just goal, goal, goal. And I said this to you uh, on Sunday, Scarlett, and I'll say it again for the podcast. There is a Twitter account uh, full of professional footballers and it's called When Playing Out From The Back Goes Wrong. There's a whole (laughs) list dedicated to this. Yeah. Yeah. People who get paid big money (laughs) to do this (laughs) and train every day of the week. So, you know, it's it's okay. It happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll happen to every defender probably once a season. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, I've got my one done now. You've got your no one more, done. No more mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Grace said to me, at least it wasn't an own goal. And to be fair, she's right. I mean, they're right. So, yeah. I mean, 
there was some inspirational quote came up on my LinkedIn today while I was scrolling and it was like, failure is a part of life. (laughs) Something really bad by some like CEO who's like rich because he's a Nepo baby or something. I don't know. He's like, just, just reach for the stars. Failure is a part of life. One time I spilled my coffee on my clothes and I was sad. And this is my story of how I overcame adversity. (laughs) Anyway. It was a really good game to watch, though. I know Claude and I were on the sidelines. And oh, my gosh, yeah. You guys really? are so good. Like, I know you lost, but there was a time <laughs> towards the end of the second half where I was, like, thinking you could still win it because yeah. you mm-hmm. had possession of the ball. You were playing such exciting football. And if we'd gotten another goal, and I think we got close a couple of times, there were a few shots on goal, and it was just you guys are a really good side. Mm. And I think you're going to win more games this Second time we play teams. I'll be yeah. interested to see how you go. Like really nice to watch. Yeah, I'm really excited to um, start, I guess, like the second round and play teams we played at the start. I guess um, we just did and it didn't go so well. <laughs> but um, like, yeah, because I feel like at the start of the season, I, I definitely didn't know 90% of the team's names. Yeah. And I feel like especially for the forward line, I can see the confidence has been just like increasing tenfold every week. I think Gwyn played her best game um, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Like she just had so many um, shots on goal and she was constantly chasing the ball. And I think like the confidence was definitely lacking from the forwards at the start of the season because we do actually have a lot of juniors, I think, up in the forward yeah. line. And so I think going from a team that um, like – where we played the whole season together undefeated and then to being integrated into this new seniors team like it's been interesting to pretty much change the way that we play and adapt to um like the the way that you guys play um but it's been really good to like grow and I think like um learn from you guys so yeah I'm excited to see where this goes what was uh what was Clody's reaction after the game? Because that was their first seniors match. She was yeah? pretty happy. She was, was pretty she? happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... Humble though, very humble. Was she? Yes. Yeah. Were, the, were her par- were her parents there as well? Were they pretty proud? Yeah. 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 <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Tommy said to me after the game, apparently we were giving her contradictory <laughs> instructions. Tommy was just like, stay wide and run, stay wide and run. <laughs> uh, and it worked. I mean, you know, it's it's funny that you say that Scarlett that the Fords do tend to be the the ones who have come up because I think in the past one of the things that we've always lacked is pace as you can maybe imagine (laughs) Um, (laughs) so you know that's that's something that this season we're really excited we're like great we're gonna have pace up front but then obviously there is that period of there is a, a, a massive, massive adjustment to to winning ten nil every week. Uh, not quite, but you mm. know, close. <laughs> winning every yeah, week. Sure. Winning every week. All right. Yeah. Winning every week. Um, and you know, playing against different teams in a different style. It's completely different. So mm. you guys have all done magnificently. Good job. <laughs> and uh, yeah, second second half of the season, we'll, we'll get more goals. Yes. I can't wait to to see when like whack one top bins Annabelle 
Yeah. Oh, Annabelle's due for one. She does yeah. so much running. She so much. Yeah. So much. Loose from distance. I can I can see a rebound. Oh my god, yeah. Loose yeah, taking 100%. a touch. Bang. Oh, it's gonna happen. She's done it outside of the box before. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for one. I tell her every week, come on, where is it? <laughs> uh, Scarlet running up after a corner, <laughs> hanging it in. <laughs> No, I, I only shoot at training. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the two games. There were no dogs. There were no birds. I mean, there's, there's nothing really, like, no. entertaining. Both teams had the correct uniforms. There I think, no it, was, I think it was too too cold for the locals to come out with their dogs, maybe. Mm, mm. That's true. That's true. Might have kept them away. That's true. I do have to say, as always, it was very lovely having the support for the State 2 game. You can really hear it, especially whenever Clody touched the ball. There was a massively loud cheer. Uh, and the yeah. one thing I will say publicly on the podcast is the next time this happens, State 2, get out early. doesn't matter how cold it is. Get out early <laughs> and do the same, all right? We were also cheering on Gertie. Like, we were yeah. pretty excited every time Gertie coached, uh, touched the ball. We were, like, yelling and she was one-on-one -on -one at one point with the striker and she stopped it mm. and we we went nuts. Yeah, Like, there were some young children around and I think we scared them <laughs> quite a lot. There was two saves in particular that Gertie there, made yeah. in the second half. There was one where it was a dive outstretch, palms it away with her right. There was another one where she's one-on-one. -on -one. And she 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 grabbed it. But the best thing about like it was so smooth. Like I think the striker managed to jump over in like one movement. So it was all very like I don't know how to describe it. It was just smooth. It was like <laughs> it just looked great. God bless, Gertie. Uh... God bless. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll move on from our recaps. There is a week break now, so both teams can refresh, recharge, and then Get ready for what feels like the second half of the season. I know technically this week was the second half, but I feel like mentally next yeah. week is the second <laughs> half of the season. So uh, that's it'll be it's a, it'll be a good opportunity to refresh. And I know that both teams are going to get a lot of players back as well. So that will be really good, <laughs> really mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. good to have a bench again. Yeah, yeah. we can't wait. We cannot wait. <laughs> Let's move on to trivia. Dutchie, can you give us a rolling count at the moment of the scores? I can. So Taryn and State 2 guests are equal first on nine points. I'm coming second on eight points. And then State 3 guests are on seven and other guests are on three. Fantastic. Well, just to start it off, this is one that I know State 3 well, I know that you're going to get Dutchie, but I, I don't know about the other two. All right. So Dutchie, don't answer this until afterwards. But Scarlett okay. and Claudia, there is a player in the State 2 team named Candles. That is all anyone calls her around the team. What's her name? <laughs> um, I think I know this. Oh, I, is it? Laura or Lauren? I feel like it's Lauren. I yeah, I think Lauren. it might be Lauren. Is that right? Because I feel like there's a double up of names. I think it's Lauren. Dutchie? 
I'm going to be so embarrassed if it's not. I believe it's Lauren. It yes. Is. Oh, my God. Her name is okay. Lauren. Good job, good job, good job. So Lauren. everyone gets the point. Oh, my gosh. Everyone gets the point. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm impressed that you guys know that because I don't think I knew that for a good 12 months like I, I genuinely think it took me until the second season of playing with candles before I knew what her name was I don't know why her her nickname is candles though is that mm, the yeah. story we're allowed to ask about or oh, I'm I'm gonna tell you the story but okay. it's gonna be cut out of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I think it's been in the podcast before hasn't it, it probably has been yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so she was at was it her birthday? It was someone's party or something. They were at a pub. At Welcome to Thornbury, at I Welcome, think they were. They were, at, they were definitely yep. at Welcome to Thornbury. And someone asked for candles for a birthday cake for mm. whoever's birthday it was. And so they sent her to the bar to ask for candles. Yeah. But she, like, she didn't know what candles were or something. Like, right. it was something like that. Like, she was too drunk to know what, what yeah. candles were or something. So, yeah. That's why and then she found candles. a candle or something like that. So oh, I yeah, think she, she found went a candle. Party candles, but thinking was... she was getting party candles. Or was she thinking she just needed a candle for the table? I, oh, that's right. She was asking for, so it was party candles for a cake, and she was asking for like a candle, like a, like a scented candle. <laughs> and she couldn't like figure it out. She couldn't work it out. Yeah. She couldn't work it out. Yeah. We okay. obviously weren't there. We've had, we've had this story retold. Mm, it was before yeah. we joined the club, but yeah. it goes down in history, and that's why her name is Candles. <laughs> yeah. 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 And only at the club. No other part of her life is she candles. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just a club thing. And it kind of stuck, I think, because then Loz joined Mm. and we've had to differentiate names. So we've, everyone's gone with candles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so don't do things at a pub when you're 20 because it'll be your nickname (laughs) forever. It'll last. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moral of the story. (laughs) All right. Well, Dutchie, we'll go with you next. What's your trivia question for us today? Okay, you might know this one, Karen, but we'll give it a whirl. What does the acronym BBM mean in football? I think I know it. Let the others guess. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I'd just be making up words if I guessed. I think I pass. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm... Totally. Well, I gave you a hint yesterday. Oh, Sorry? I gave you a hint yesterday. Me? A hint? Yeah, yeah. I told the whole team what my trivia question was going to be about. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Big, beautiful man. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> Sharon. I think it's box to box midfielder. It is correct. Oh, now oh, the reason I like the reason man. <laughs> Well the reason I decided to include a question about this, Sharon, is because I feel like over the last few weeks, maybe both you and Gertie use the term box to box at training or in games. And it's become apparent that not a lot of players actually know what it means. So I'm like, oh, well, let's put it in the trivia because a lot of people get educated by the trivia in this mm-hmm. podcast. 
And um, I did a lot of Googling because I needed to know what it means. And it's um, it's a very special midfielder that goes from the attacking box, to, box. box to the defensive box. It's basically box the role box. of the eight. The eight is a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's so much interesting information about it on the internet about how it makes a good captain's position because they see the whole pitch and how they can attack, they can dominate the play, they can defend. But Jordan it hasn't Henderson always... Was an eight. Jordan Henderson of Liverpool was an eight. Yeah, Someone well, they named it. A... I won't. They named a number of players that I probably hadn't heard of. But, <laughs> yeah, very... but then the interesting thing I read was it's starting to be phased out a little bit, like it's not as popular as it was, but it's very popular at the Jetties this season. Mm. And is it because of the formation we're using, Taryn? Is that why it becomes important? Yes. Yep, okay. yep, yep. So if you're using a lot of the time in professional football these days, they don't use the 4-3-3. They, use a three, they might use a 3-4-3 three, three or, or a modified 4-4-2. So the 4-3-3 is kind of, has been kind of the standard formation for a number of years. But yeah, it is kind of being phased out a little bit what often you'll see teams do is use two sixes so they'll have a a double pivot so it becomes like a four two three one so Manchester United did it for a long time when they were bad they had Paul Pogba and Fred in the double pivot and it was bad uh the Matildas tried it and it was bad and now they do a four four two and it's much better so yeah Mm-hmm. I like it because it's a very flexible formation and you can do lots of things and you can get the fullbacks involved and I like that. But So so in... the players, our players that are the box-to-box midfielder are the number eight. And the eights, yep. yep. Who's that in our team, Claude? Do you remember? Is it T? Yeah. I reckon T would be a box-to-box <laughs> midfielder. She does a lot of, yard- a lot of running. Yeah. yeah, no, T's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I have a pretty loose grasp on on positions, in, <laughs> like just as a whole. Well, you learned something, hopefully. Yeah. Now I can correctly use the BBM acronym. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Claude. Now that now that you've learned something about positions, te- teach us something. What is your quiz question today? Right. So, I, knowing woefully little about soccer in general, um. I had a bit of a scan on the Matilda's Wikipedia page. And my question is, (laughs) which of Australia's four big banks are the Matilda's associated with? (laughs) 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 Was in like the the annals of the of the page. Yeah, I had to really scout for it. As who wants to take? I think I know the answer. Yeah, I I know the answer as well. I think I do as well. Yeah. Well, go on, go on, Scarlett. It's Commonwealth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Combank. As as someone who writes for the Matildas, and before (laughs) every single mention of Matildas, must write the word Combank for sponsorship (laughs) reasons. The Combank Matildas. The Combank Matildas. The Combank Junior Matildas. The Combank Matildas. Oh, that's it's definitely comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty shocked to find out on the Wikipedia page that it's just a part of the name. Mm, yeah, I just didn't know that. I didn't realize <laughs> that either. Yeah. Do we all get a point there, Taryn? Yeah, everyone gets a point. Right. Great. If everyone got a point for the candles question, everyone gets a point. <laughs> 
All right, Scarlett, you're up. Okay. What have you got for us? My question: um, the uh, Manchester United famously um, wear the color red, the Red Devils, but that has only been since 1902. They were founded in 1878. What colors did they wear before they wore red? And colors is in plural. Plural, yes. If you get one of them, oh, no, I think you need both. I think you need both. Yeah, good. Okay. Do you know the answer, Taryn? No. I'm going to guess. I'm just going to straight up guess and go blue and white only because City were formed around that time. So I wonder if City took the colours. So that's Mm. the reasoning for my guess. No, that is wrong. Oh, okay. So I can, okay, I'm going to go red and blue. No, that's wrong. Claude, what year did you say they were founded? They were founded in 1878. I feel like that was a pretty flamboyant year. So I'm going to go purple and maroon. Wow. No, not at all. (laughs) It's actually green and yellow. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that was quite cool being Australian colours as well. Um, But, yeah, if you look up the old kid, it's green and yellow. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If only you let us do double guessing. (laughs) All right, Dutchie. After that round of trivia questions, what are the scores? Okay. Uh, well, they're pretty much this, well similar. Charon and State 2 are still in the lead with 11 points. I have 10. State 3 have 8. And the guests have 3. Good stuff. Good work, all. Proud of us. Good trivia segment. All right. Well, now it is time everyone's favorite segment the best segment of the podcast it's dutchie's scouting segment dutchie what can you tell us about our opponents in two weeks time yes okay so we get the week off and then we come back for round 11 on the 9th of july and i forgot to check the times of the game so i don't know who's actually playing first (laughs) but we'll just start with state two you guys are playing at 3 p.m you're playing away and you're playing against berwick city um, now we played Berwick in round two at home and we won eight nil. They're currently on the bottom of the ladder and um, they haven't actually had a win as yet. They've had one draw, which was against Barton United. They had a one all draw and they've had nine le- nine losses. They've got a goal difference of minus 61. I know something about that game where there was a draw. Barton had a bunch of send-offs because they got in a punch on. Oh, That's the wow. goss. Uh, now that's interesting actually and I'll come back to that because I've kind of I've been stalking them on their socials but I think as I indicated earlier in the season there's not a lot going on their socials around the women's team Um, it's just a lot about the men's team and whatnot they did do a nice post for female football week um, several weeks ago where they had a photo of all their female teams which I think was kind of nice but this is the team that has the coach Remy Boone and Remy, um, I think we had a joke about him at the start of last season where we were like, who is this coach? And we're trying to Google him and whatnot. But interestingly enough, Remy engages with our socials, our Instagram, where he'll send us messages behind the scenes commenting on the game, right? 
So when we played them last time, like I think Sam does our social media and she posted kind of that the game was coming up in our usual post and he kind of commented to that story that, you know, hopefully it's a win for them. And then um, after the game he said, oh, well, it certainly didn't turn out that way, but we always enjoy playing against the ladies from the Yarra Jets, great bunch to play against. Oh, that's nice. It is nice, but... uh. And then and he said, oh, there's, it's great great to compete against the girls at the Jets. There is no terrible things coming from the spectators, coaches. It's always two teams hard at it. Well, at least for one half this time, laugh out loud. So there must have been one half that he thought Berwick did okay in the first time he played. <laughs> However, interestingly enough, a few weeks ago when we played Barton, he said, hi there, I would love to know how you got beaten by a team that's missing four of their top players. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Remy, no, don't no, do that to us, Remy. However, however, I wonder if he said, did we play them the week after Berwick, after their, he's, he after knew the, the Barton players up. got, and we, so, so Sam's written back to that kind of calling him out on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> And then he apologised and said, oh, I think you misinterpreted that comment. Was it pointing the finger at your club, by the way? I wonder if it's in relation to him knowing that four of Barton's best players got rubbed out. And I believe that Barton were the instigators of that. Like it was it was Barton were the bad guys in this situation. So maybe he just had the shits and he was like <laughs> maybe he was a bit fired up. Yeah, he was and, a bit and maybe he wanted maybe he wanted us to come out and thrash them just yeah. to mm. Okay, that gives it a bit more context cuz I was like thinking oh Remy's cool, he you know, he's quite interactive. <laughs> and then there was that comment and I'm like oh, I think I need to fire the girls up, like the team up because if that's the attitude of the coach, we need to like you all need to know that. But maybe there's some context. Maybe we need to find out some more. <laughs> All right. Well, that's um, yeah, that's all I've got on your your game. But um, yeah. Look, hopefully we'll have a win there and um, lots of goals scored, um, if possible. State League Three, we're playing Monash City via Real, um, who we played in round two and we lost to them thirteen nil. Um, so we're hoping to win. Um, but if we do lose, we're hoping to lose by a lot less. Um. <laughs> Monash City are currently sitting third on the ladder. So, you know, in our league, there's a bit of the tussle for the top spot. Um, Manningham is still on top and they've got one game in hand. Um, and Afghan women's team are second, but they've also got one game in hand. They must have had the bye this week. Um, so, yeah, Monash on the weekend, I think on Friday night, they played Manningham and they lost 6 0. Um, which is interesting because we've kind of been watching all the scores. And I think if I'm honest, I want Monash to win the league um, just because of Maria and our, you know, association with her. Um, so I don't know what we can do on Sunday to try and help their cause, but um, we don't we don't really want to get beaten by a, a huge amount. Um, on their socials, look, they're not giving too much away. We kind of know what's happening there. But the interesting thing is there's just all of the posts are about the junior female teams or the senior women's team. There's barely any posts about their men's or boys' teams, which is very different from other clubs. So I just thought it's it's worth the comment because <laughs> you very rarely see that. 
Um, female Football Week, they had some nice posts. They even had one kind of highlighting the female coaches they've got at their club, which I think is something a bit different, which a lot of other clubs can't do because they probably don't have too many female coaches, um, but obviously something we can boast because our coaches are female. Um, that's really all I've got on them, but we'll go out and give them a red, give it a red hot go, see if we can come away with the win um, or at least an improvement on the 13-0 thrashing that we had last time. Fingers crossed. And fingers crossed for that goal from Keeley and the celebration that will ensue. It'll be awesome. I can see, I can see it already. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. All righty. Well, we'll move on to our final segment. That is our moment of the week. Jetty's related, football related. Claudes, get us underway. What was your moment of the week? My moment of the week was... Um, I think it might have been in the second half of the Div 3 game. Um, Rocket had a, a header or she she had like a ball coming towards her um, and she like kind of went in to header it. But by the time it had like reached her, it was probably waist height. And so she did this fantastic squat and headed it. Sorry? Do you think she did that on purpose? I don't know. It looked like a really um impromptu moment, but she pulled it off fantastically and kind of her arms went out too. It's just it's really it's impressive to, to witness. Yeah. All those squats in the warm-ups paying off, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, what was your moment of the week? Um I enjoyed going to training on Thursday night. Um, end of the week, it's sort of fun to finish off by getting outside. And we had a good defenders versus attackers match. And I enjoyed that because the defenders got more goals than the attackers. <laughs> <laughs> we stand defenders always. Yeah. yeah. Dutchie, what was your moment of the week? Mine is a moment of the week, but also a dissatisfaction of the week. Um, <laughs> it's about Rocket as well, coincidentally, Claude. <laughs> now, the moment of the week is because we actually got two offsides ruled against us this week, which is exciting because we never actually get it up that high to get called <laughs> offside. The dissatisfaction is that it was Rocket both times. <laughs> She's not a new player. She knows the offside rule. She got us offside both times and they were perfect opportunities for us to be attacking and hopefully sending the ball through to Keeley. So Rocket, it was funny and I yelled at her on the pitch. I was like giving her a hard time. Um, but not again, please. Personally, I reckon it was the assistant ref. On the far, on the on our side, just just doing the dodgy, you know, Danny. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, Unbelievable. Danny should let them go. Every other club does that. <laughs> just, just let it go. It's fine. Just it's all good. Dumb, Danny. You didn't say anything. <laughs> or like when I refereed the under fifteens and looked over to the linesman to like ask if something was offside, and he was like, "What? I don't know. I wasn't watching." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Just do that. Just do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, my moment of the week was the goal that we scored, uh, and in particular seeing Claudia get the assist, which was really cool. I hope she is here when she is like in her twenties, and then one day there's another fourteen <laughs> year old who is debuting, and she gets to turn to them and say, "Hey, when I was your age, in my first touch in senior football, I got an assist." <laughs> I think that would be really cool. So I hope that that happens. Um, but it was a yeah, it was a really cool moment, and again. A massive shout out to everyone who stayed, not just from state three, but to everyone who's there watching and, you know, for for cheering so loudly and being so cool and so welcoming to anyone who, who comes and steps up and fills in. Obviously, we had Noah last week as well. Uh, it's just really lovely. It's very, it's good for the, good for the soul. It's very uplifting. So thank you. Also everyone. good for the club. Yeah. You know, just looking at the future and giving younger players a go um, at what it's like, what to look forward to. I think it's just really great to see that happening. I'm loving it. Yeah, because hopefully, you know, as they get older, they aspire to play for the seniors, but also know that we're not too scary. Exactly. <laughs> you know, finding exactly. that balance. So, yeah, hopefully that, that, was a, that was a good positive experience. And, yeah, it's, it's just cool to see. All right, well, we'll wrap up now. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or our RSS feed. Now, on Spotify, guys, someone has not rated us five star. We we are up to 29 ratings and oh. we are 4.9. Someone has given oh. us less than a five star rating. Oh. Now, if oh this God. was you, fess up <laughs> immediately. If this was a mistake, you can go back and you can you can do it again. If you were the 29th person to rate the podcast, you can go back and fix it. You know, that's fine. Uh, but I'm 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 upset. I'm offended. I'm hurt. Uh <laughs> I don't understand what is not five star about this podcast. So go back and sort it out. Come on. I I believe that a four-star rating would ro- warrant um resignation from the team yeah <laughs> it's, you know it's a blatant betrayal of everything we yeah, stand for yeah. but you know that's just my opinion correct um i wonder if no, it's I remy five stars <laughs> Maybe oh, it's remy. <laughs> i don't know he seems like a troublemaker yes. yeah he saw that we lost a button he was like one yeah, star yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once you followed the podcast itself and rated us five stars not four or three or two or one five you can follow our socials you can follow the podcast at yarajets pod on twitter gotten some new follows lately from members of the team so thank you if you use twitter i don't know why you're not following us you can follow me on twitter at taryn hedo you can follow dutchy on twitter at fiona holland although she doesn't post but it's fine it's kind of fun <laughs> to view your post from 2009 I might post soon. We'll see. <laughs> you can follow our Instagram at WFC to see the post that Remy is reacting to. Claude, where can we follow you on socials? Um, I don't. I don't really have any particular message to send. My social media. <laughs> um, you can find me at training. And on Sundays, um, yeah, right. Yeah, this is that's not an invitation for people who aren't Jets to come to trainings. By the way, I mean, 
if you want to meet uh, me. <laughs> unless you want to play, then do come down. <laughs> Scarlett, where can we find you on social media? Um, same as Claude. I don't really have any personal accounts. However, um, you do have well, non-personal accounts. I do, yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why I use that description. <laughs> Very subtle. Um, yeah, I do. Um, if you're interested, there's a charity that I'm involved with um, at We Give a Boot on Instagram. Um, I don't think there's any other socials that um, don't know about a Twitter, but um, We Give a Boot. Um, we collect uh, like soccer boots and football equipment from local clubs and um, work with other established charities to send them to less fortunate places like in Africa and Papua New Guinea. Um, and we've collected 2,500-ish boots, I want to say, so far alongside a bunch of balls and um shin pads obviously as well so yeah um if you want to get involved you can message that instagram account and we're happy to set up a drive at your local club yeah so are they new boots and new equipment or used um if you if you want to donate a new um boots that'd be amazing but yeah most of the stuff we get is secondhand um because it started because um me and my sisters were pretty much buying a new pair of boots every season because we our feet were going monstrously quickly obviously (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so we just needed somewhere for them to go and there's plenty of people who need um soccer boots and stuff so yeah like I know I know like almost everyone who plays soccer probably has three pairs in the cupboard that are just like from previous seasons so anything that you don't need anymore we're happy to take yeah and have you partnered with Yarra Jets because they've got that massive box of boots? They do. Around. I I was eyeing off the lost property, wondering yeah. if anyone would mind anything going missing. And I guess it's lost already, so I <laughs> I might dip into it. Um, but I think we were talking about organising a drive with the Jets. Yeah, so that'd be really cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I have now followed you. Everyone else listening to this podcast, that's <laughs> we give a boot on instagram so follow me follow dutchy follow the yarra jets pod follow the yarra jets on instagram don't follow claudia or scarlet especially not too training however <laughs> do follow we give a boot yes. on instagram and if you do have any boots in your cupboard that are old that are that getting dust getting cobwebs you know where they're going to go at the end of the season. They're going to go to Scarlet and yes. to We Give a Boot. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the times we get photos back from wherever they're sent. So if you, like, I don't know. I just want to emphasise that it's really cool to see, like, they go to someone who really appreciates them. So, yeah. That's That's awesome. really cool. So inspirational. <laughs> let's let's get behind it. This is a great, yeah. a great cause. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's our episode this week. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Taryn. I've been joined by Dutchy, Claudes, and Scarlett. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening. And goodbye. See you later.